0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Slab Stocks 1.37 PM market report. I am here as always, joined by my friend, Aaron Nowak. It's a wonderful summer time right now. I'm actually a little bit hot, my AC, I need to get my AC on. I don't know what's going on. I'm just feeling good about the summer. How about you? I'm feeling
1: good about the summer too. You know, when the summer rolls around, that means that the national card yeah. show is here. Happening in Chicago this year, of course. Um, July 26th to the 30th, I'm pumped to be there. You guys are going to be there. We're going to be there. We'll be really close together. We'll show the booth locations uh, as the show goes on. But Lou, um, this video is actually releasing a little bit differently than normally. We're going through the Slab Stocks YouTube channel this month mm-hmm. um, for the June market report releasing in uh, obviously early July. Um, but one month hiatus, it looks like, from 137's YouTube channel.
0: Correct. But it still remains the 137 p.m. Stocks market report.
1: 100 percent i just want to give some context for those who maybe are on the youtube channel maybe haven't watched on 137 yes 137 p.m posted our marker report of course this past uh for june 2023 so excited to talk about it here today real quick with Lou. you yeah.
0: are if you are seeing this show for the first time the live stocks youtube page please comment down below with your favorite part of the show and your least favorite part of the show thank you
1: Yes. Please let us know. Watch the show. Let us know what we did well, what we didn't do well, or what you like and what you didn't like. And here we go. Let's jump right into it, Lou. The very first take of the month is about tips for attending the national yes. or any card show for that matter. And uh, I got to say, Papa Slabs was cooking up some tips here. Him and I went back and forth. He he wrote this section because he's been you, you know to all the nationals with me so far. I think we're up to like seven now this year mm-hmm. and uh, he's learned a lot. So we got tip number one. Which is set a budget. And like it says, it sounds so simple until you realize you walk into the show with, you know, hundreds of thousands of cards, millions of cards, and you're like, oh crap, I want this, this, that, that, that. Lou, how has setting
0: a budget went for you in the past or not went? Um, I like to think of the national as Disney World. So while this is sage advice, when I go to Disney World, I go crazy. So the national is also like that. I'm walking <laughs> out of there like With the most random things you've ever you've ever heard of.
1: So when and that might even have to do with number two. You said most random thing you've ever heard of. Are you going in there like I want to get Jordan Carter? Is it just like whatever I see, I
0: want if it the impulse tells me to buy it? I of course have like the things that I know I like. That's everyone does, but I'm completely open minded, eyes wide open to like anything I'm interested in. Definitely anything that gets catches my eye.
1: I think as times went on, mine tip—the tip number one about setting a budget. Like I think it's if this is your first or second, maybe even third show, it's a really good idea. Like back when I was in, you know, high school into maybe early college, like I'd go with, you know, I remember specifically in high school I worked a summer job at Target to make money to bring to the national. I went with like a thousand dollars, I think it was, and blew it all on cards when I was fifteen. Um, but uh, basically, you know, setting a budget can be good because um, it is easy to overspend. It's very easy to overspend in that environment. Um, and it also- is, I'm also
0: being a little silly. Like, of course I'm like, whatever, but I'm not going to go there and, you know, empty my bank account. That's crazy. Obviously.
1: <laughs> yes. I would say what's important here is like, I think the national is a great place to like rip a box with your friends or like Nate used to rip a yearly box of Bowman baseball. I think that setting a budget could even be like, where do you want to spend your funds? Cause spending your funds on singles, obviously will go way further than buy a bunch of boxes and just ripping it. It is fun. It's great fun ripping boxes, and there's so many boxes there you can buy because there's so many different of the retailers, distributors, whatever it is, you know, yeah. it's set up there. Um, but yeah, I think that's good to know. Like, what are your limits on ripping boxes? Because even when I was younger, I'd I definitely go and get a box or two per show. That's, that's
0: probably cool. fair. I think I'll say I'll assign myself. All right, I'm gonna do like one Bowman Chrome, one Bowman Draft box, like one something of this. You know what I mean? That's probably fair.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's where it maybe applies more, and then also like I. I don't know how you work with this because my feeling for you, Lou, is that obviously you do card talk, you collect cards, you'll get cards all the time. But how many shows do you go to, let's say, throughout a a month? Zero to one?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say I go to like five shows a year.
1: Okay. So – Maybe you don't have as much experience with the whole selling and buying on the percent basis thing. But is there a percent to you where you're like, oh, if I'm a buyer walking up to the booth and I see this sale on eBay, I want to buy it at this percent.
0: My general rule of thumb is always whatever eBay fees are, if I can knock that off, I feel great. That's how I deal in person too. It's like what is you know, eight, what it what is it, fifteen percent or something like that? Like whatever that is, just knock that off. And that's I'm cool with I'm cool with buying or selling at that price.
1: It's around 13% or so. And I would say the exact same thing. Like I put 80 to to 100 percent of comps in here, depending on the card. Like, if it's a card that you can find all the time anywhere, price fluctuates a lot. Like 80 percent, like I'd say, is probably what that stuff is going to sell for off of. Like eBay comps, like a 2019 Prism, you know, Zion PSA 10 or something like that. Exactly. But like a rare card, one that's hard to find, maybe it sold six months ago.
0: Different thing anyway, because nothing to compare it to.
1: Exactly. There's nothing compared to. So one, you're not even really spending based on like a percent probably unless you just take it off the last sale, but two, like you're going to be- want to spend more for because you can't find anywhere else. So
0: yes, it- that's true as well. There is the national, uh, the little juice the national gives every uh seller at their table, but you know that's neither here nor <laughs> so, there. So,
1: so talk to me about that. I how, I don't know how much you've done walking around the show versus being behind the booth. I tend yeah. to now be behind the booth more, but like I feel like that everyone is always like, oh, these sellers at the national, they all price their cards so high. To me, it just depends on the seller. You'll find sellers that are great, and you'll come to a booth like Card Talk or come to a booth like Slab Stocks, and you know, nice prices that reflect the current market. They're willing to deal with you, like, you know, knock off some dollars, trade mm-hmm. here and there. But then you got people that are I'm um, only selling. They're all like prices from six months ago. And there's very polar opposites happening at the show. Do you think that there's enough there of the dealers that are like willing to work with you? And, you know, so you can make a good time of it? versus only focusing on like this person wants $500 for a Julio base PSA 10.
0: I think... It's hard to know until, for me, it's hard for me to know until I get there because there's been times where I I get to a show and I'm like, all right, I'm expecting things to be like way more expensive than they should. And then they're not. It's really just about the vibes. And then it's also how dealer heavy is your show because dealers tend to try to charge a little bit more.
1: Yeah. And I think that, We'll see, we'll see how it goes this year at the national. Um, they expanded the the square footage by a lot, but there is a lot more corporate area, I believe. Um, and you know, they like expanded only to, to new show dealers. Um, right. so we'll see how this year goes. It should be huge, and I'll get down to the map here. That's a little F1 deal I did last year. Um, just want to throw an image in there of the deals, but uh, I'm just gonna skip past this really quick. So if you look at the map here. This is a very small section of the map. And this is where we are set up in the green there at 579 and 696. But right across diagonal there is 689, and 691. That is where card talk is, where Lou will be and the gang, Tyler and Jay. And I'm sure Court will Court will be there, right? I'm pretty sure. Cool. And uh if you scroll out though, that little green section, that is the green section that we show, like that is this entire rectangle here. That's the size of that compared to the whole show. That's insane. Add, yeah, so, Lou, they added this entire like lower section down here, I believe. Everything- Wait, so can
0: – you can this is going to – I'm going to sound really stupid. This big open area here in the middle, is that like what I think of as the corporate area? Or here? is this like the main lobby? No, oh, that's this, is lobby. Like, this
1: is like the Case Break Pavilion. So you've got, corp- you've got corporate in all these like squares right here next to where we are. This is all corporate. And then if you go down here, this is all corporate down here now so
0: interesting they
1: pretty much added like i think it's like a hundred thousand square feet they added and probably half of it was taken up by corporate wow and then the autograph area is all the way at the bottom of the show which is actually possibly like an extra room now so they they definitely have an extra room over here um but yeah it's massive this is by far the biggest square foot show i'd say we've seen yet at least in the last you know, 15 years. I
0: remember this is wild. This is going to be insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be crazy. It will be crazy. Um, You might look up here in the green block and say like, oh, they're so far away from main entrance over here, which is true. It's not like necessarily right next to there, but the right carpet area, I tell you is the place to be. We've been set up there. Both times we were set up in Chicago, <laughs> easier on the feet, more space around the booth. It's super tight in the booth in the middle. And it just gets
0: packed. There's a lot more space. It's a lot more breathable. And and a lot you of all- foot traffic there too what you say? Everyone, it's, it's gonna be even more foot traffic because yeah. everyone funnels to, people do I, at least from what i can tell people like funnel towards the corporate stuff and then like spread out yeah exactly
1: so i it's gonna be awesome i mean i love that area it was great so i'm happy to be back they're happy that you guys are there this year yeah, um yeah. and then also have a couple other ones here i'll just rifle through quick uh day one deals wednesday night the it's a it's a preview night where actually anyone can go. You don't have to be a VIP to attend it, but you do get in 30 minutes earlier as a VIP if you buy the specific ticket from the National. Uh, it's about four hours. It's four to eight o'clock at night. Sometimes the best deals you know, you find at that four o'clock period or four-hour four time period because you can you know go through the dollar boxes, $5 boxes before other people can. Um, and then also don't pass up a buy if you see it. Now, it's not to say buy every single thing you see, but if there's something that where you just know you just know in your gut, you're like, that's a great price. That's a card that I want. There's a good chance it's not there 10 minutes later. And this happens at many shows. This has happened to me many times in the national where you pass on science. It's not there because so many people are walking past these booths. This isn't, you know, a local show where booths aren't all occupied or like, there's like a 10 minute period between when someone person comes up and buys something like to the next person, like booths are packed at the show at all hours of the day, all times. It doesn't really matter. So, uh, you know, that will probably be gone and bring water to And Yes. Yeah, com- comfortable shoes matters.
0: <laughs> yes. I think I'm going to be buying some new sneakers for the show.
1: Not a, not a bad thing at all. So, Lou, tell me just overall before we move on to the next section. Excitement level for the national. Maybe favorite thing you're looking forward to.
0: I'm like a – it's also still three weeks away, so I got a lot of time to get hyped up. I would say I'm like a six and a half right this exact second in time. To be honest, I haven't thought a ton about it just because <laughs> – it's still three weeks away and I feel like it creeps up on me every year. And in literally in January, I was saying to myself, I should probably start thinking about this more now so that I'm not scrambling the week before, but here I am not completely planned out. This is just me doing a stream of consciousness for everyone listening right now. Um, But I am excited. It's like, it's, it is a fun week. Like I said, it's like Disney world. It's like the one, it's realistically the best shot I have to see you every year and Nate and, everybody else like in the hobby that we've hung out with so much especially over the last couple of years everything's so different like now we're getting back to how it used to before so it's a little bit different trying to get in touch with people all the time and seeing everybody so for me that's like the highlight of the whole week just hanging out so I'm, I'm excited about that part
1: yeah it should definitely be awesome and for people who you know maybe are looking to see looking forward to seeing gary there how do you know if gary will be there and how long he'll be gary there? gary will
0: be there um i don't know his full schedule for the week but he'll be there all right awesome looking forward
1: to seeing him again uh just saw my vcon in Indy last month yeah Which i know i didn't ago? even go to that yeah i know tyler was there i saw tyler yeah that's good <laughs> um all right moving on to take two and actually before doing that i'm very excited for the national uh have been paying attention more than lou had to do some planning as well a you're lot better than up. me um, all aspects um, <laughs> Of course, we've got the, the Kessim charity event going on. That's going to be happening um, at the National Trade Night, the grand finale. There will be some action going on at the booth throughout the week with some things up for sale for Kessem specifically. And there will be, once again, um, I will announce that this upcoming week, actually, but PWCC weekly auction, all fees uh, waived, all going to Kessim. So that will be very cool. Excited for that again. Uh, more information coming out on that, like I said, this upcoming week. All right, take two, the card community speaks. we got three posts here from June that we posted to our Instagram um page and the community was like excited this. about what you say. I like this. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great section. This is actually now my favorite section every month. Um but there's uh three posts that the community rather went in on in the comments you can say first one's about Zion as PSA 10 red rookie number of 299 PSA 10 because it reached its lowest point ever. So this is all the sales that's happened uh, publicly that we know of started off as like a thirty seven dollars card hit 7k at one point of course lots of uh in the news recently and in some trade rumors too and it dropped under a thousand dollars lou just very you know quickly off the top of your head is zion ever a player that you would look back you know add again in the future and say man maybe i should buy him if this goes down to 500 400 show me like,
0: what do you say i'm in show me mode with zion like i gotta be i gotta be shown that you can play for more than three weeks at a time. <laughs> I and- mean.
1: He he show, he shows up in those three weeks are exceptional. And then the he's three weeks gone. are
0: amazing, and then he's gone for six months.
1: Yep, exactly. That's that's so all it's it's
0: just hard to to buy in on that. It's even like, you know, like I the, the Ben Simmons videos have officially started, like him working out, dunking, and shooting threes in a empty <laughs> yeah. gym. And it's like, there's no way we're gonna do this again. Like I,
1: you know. Ben Simmons cards like for the last three seasons have
0: risen into the season every single year. It's happen he hits, again. A three, hits a three in an open gym shooter round. <laughs> If, if the Nets can trade him to to Portland for Dame, everyone will get excited about his stuff again. Yeah, because, like, oh, guess what? He's going to run the show, this and that. He's you run know. the show but, in Portland. Uh,
1: back to the card says, not even close to the bottom line by now. Uh, HD Rip says, eight ten is still too high in my opinion. And Jack Hotch says, no, his career will be over in the next five years. His body type is not built for basketball. And we have seen a lot of players quickly fade out in their career if they have too many injuries, obviously, and you never know. Uh, so next one up though. is the the newest Wemby card. So this was released via tops now. Uh, interesting one card. card. Super interesting. 1,137 total print run of this card. It's the relic from his first pitch he threw out um, at the Yankees game, which was not a great first pitch. But they basically sold 1,000 plus of these at $200 per card um, with you receiving a random parallel between one of one gold to uh, 4 dollars Uh No parallel, just like the full-color card. Now, Lou, I... Saw this and I bought one. I bought one at the time it went up. Sure. I said, "I, you know, like there was a limited print run. Most tops now stuff is unlimited print run, and you get lucky if you get a parallel. At least here, you know, the the highest number thing is at four ninety nine. They all include the relics, um, and it's two hundred bucks. And Wemby stuff was just so hot. I'm like, why not? And sold out probably ten minutes after I bought one, and they now are reselling for uh, like three hundred seventy five on eBay, basically for one of these cards. But the weird thing about this, Lu, or Lou, and you tell me. No one knows what parallel they're going to get. And these are supposed to ship in, like, three months, I think. Mm -hmm. People are pre-selling these at $375. You know, three months from now, if someone gets a out of 10 right in the mail, you think someone's actually going to ship to someone else? You know, the right thing to do is to ship it to someone else. But, like... I've
0: always wondered how this stuff works.
1: It's just just so weird to pre-sell. Like, there's no chance that I'm sitting here and being like, I'm going to pre-sell this on eBay. Like, there's no way. Because, like...
0: But you can also argue, right? Like, the odds of... uh, i'm just gonna do a little math for you the odds okay. you get in the orange are a lot lower than you get in the 499s so like if you bought five and you pre-sell four you made a 300 a free 500 bucks See, and, then but, you have but, one.
1: and a lot of people pre-selling them are probably people who bought multiples to the point where you're like well if i get one of the parallels i'll ship out the other you know a 499 or whatever right so like there's just a lot that goes into that that I don't even want to have to deal with. So I'm just happy to get mine in the mail. I'm going to open it on camera, post an in Instagram Reels, and then we'll see what happens from there, depending on what the the parallel is.
0: Yeah, I would not recommend purchasing a pre order of a Tops now that's shipping in three months.
1: No, if I were you, I would rainbow. just, I would totally wait. And if you really want one of the ones at 4.99, it'll probably be way Correct. less than what they are now at 360 or whatever, because the parallels will start to be found and sold for you know above that. So. Have someone saying over under twenty five dollars in a year from in cards twenty three. It's an interesting um, question. And Yu Gi Oh Tube says two hundred for a relic and ships in four months when million other rookies will flood the market. No thanks. Uh, I think it is unique though. I do think it's unique, which is why I grabbed it. And speaking of, M uh, S uh said if he's a once in a generation talent like they say, this is a no brainer. Buy for upside. How much would a 1984 event worn MJ one of one card of him throwing out the first pitch at Wrigley for an NLCS Caliber Cubs team go for? It. So that's an interesting thought. Probably a ton of money.
0: Yeah, and like MJ is even uh it's it's a, a high bar to reach, but like if you do if there was a Otani um, you know basketball jersey because he was at a basketball game or whatever like that would sell for a lot of money
1: it would yeah, yeah if you have got like one of the hottest players in the game in sport their stuff sells like generally no matter what it is and we've seen that with Otani and it's you got, different like,
0: and kind of cool and kind of weird
1: exactly you've got Bowman base paper rookies PSA tens of Otani's doing like 200 plus now like there's like Crazy. there's like hundreds of thousands of those things probably that printed you know like maybe not that many but there's a lot maybe it is that many um, all right, moving on. This is a fun one for you. So, Jordan's market, this was back early June, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he was crushing it, still is crushing it, I believe. And you've got three prospects over there, two of which end up being called up now between Volpe and Ellie De La Cruz. And obviously, De La Cruz has been killing it. So, that card's probably worth more than it was at this time of the post, which is around $635 for multiple refractor out of PSA nines, but you've got the Jackson holiday as well, who hasn't been called up at night. He's the number one prospect in baseball. So Lou, you tell me, you know, you're a big, Yordan fan, but at the time, you know, it, are you taking prospects? Or are you taking the, the sure hitter in baseball? I mean, he's a great hitter. One of the best three from the last few
0: years at the time. You probably say you're taking Yordan, but his injury issues have continued to rear Ted. And there's a there's a crazy stat I saw yesterday that Jose Altuve and uh, Jordan Alvarez have only had hits in the same game four times this year. So, like, they're just both hurt. Jordan's always hurt all the time. It's just the way it is with him. I would also argue that. You still might take the upside of Yordan over Anthony Volpe, who had some chicken parm and started hitting 350. Ellie <laughs> LA Daily Cruz's electric factory, but it's been up for five minutes. And Jackson Holiday, who's never played a game in the majors, I still might take Yordan.
1: So check this out. At the time of this post, I, this had to have been early June. It just had to be. Um, maybe I can actually click this and see. Either way, the time of this post, yeah, it's June 4th. All yeah. these cards were selling for around $635 um some a little bit more. total or 635 each no 635 each okay and the Ellie might have been a little bit more than 635 at the time i just looked at the most recent selling Ellie PSA 9 refractor 1230. 1230. yeah that's a little bit wild and crazy bro people honest. are spending so much money on Ellie, and they're nice i'm actually going to the game this weekend when we play them i really hope we win but i uh the most recent sale on the on the yordan is still the same amount
0: a new one do you see the clip of him pointing at his bat after he hit a home run last night no, but I heard they went like 450 feet or something like that. Yeah. So he got, so I mean, this is, might be a little bit old news by the time it comes out, but you'll think it's funny. So he got checked for cork in his bat. Last night, or they checked his bat for something. I I think it's cork. I assume it's cork because that's like the visualization I have of like Sammy Sosa with the cork. Um, So they checked him, nothing obviously. He comes up, his next at bat hits a moonshot and pointed at his bat and was looking at the ump like, check it again. That's so funny. It was electric. That's hilarious. I love it. To be honest, that might make me pull the trigger on 1200 for ellie Just because I gotta
1: say, players that do that type of stuff in baseball definitely get like people that want to buy their cards more. Like, you don't want to collect like some guy just sits there on the bench and doesn't do anything you want to click the guy that's like you know having fun all up in people's faces and stuff
0: yeah i agree
1: that's crazy that's awesome good for him <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean some of these some of these people in the comments were saying yes it's ridiculous same with devers he shouldn't be less when he can actually play us from update, sp- upstate sports cards um but at this point obviously the le card is absolutely crushing the rest um okay Moving on to Take 3, which is about tracking the card market and the Slabs 100 Index, which is public on CardLadder. Ladder. You can actually click the link in the market report at 137pm.com to see all 100 cards in the SX100 uh, in the next week. That actually, the quarter two um, update is going out, or quarter three, whatever I'm going to call it. Either way, the second update of the year is going out uh, through our <laughs> daily slab survey. So you all be able to vote on uh, which cards you want and in and which cards you want out of the SX100. It's going be good for you to hop onto 137pm.com, click on the public index, and then also... Make sure you are signing up for the Daily Slab where those surveys will be going out. You can sign up at slabsocks.com. Regardless of that. understand
0: how we got John Moran in the winner section.
1: Yeah, so, so that's what we're about to hop into here. We're only going to be talking about two cards from this winners and losers section. You can hop on into this report and read about the rest. But John Morant's in the winner section, okay? And you're going to say to yourself, why in the world is John Morant in the winner section? And in the loser section, there's Jimmy Butler. So the funny thing is, in May's market report, Jimmy Butler was one of the three winners. And in May's market report, John Morant was one of the three losers. Now, Lou, I got to show you something here. I'm going to show you the chart for um, John Morant's silver PSA 10s over the last three months. Okay? Okay. And it actually has started to trend down a little bit since the start of July. But this like, this is just crazy. So this is the chart of John Morant. Here it is. There's this card. Over the last three months, you've got you know all this stuff going on. It drops from $800 all the way down to 360 about at the very low. Since the start of June, though, maybe it just got too low for people. They start buying it because it's too low. I don't know. It went all the way up to 535, and now it just dipped the last two sales like 480, but still way higher than it was in June. I I don't know why people are saying, like, maybe it's just like, oh, the cards dropped too much or how good he is. Oh, also, I know why, too. That suspension probably wasn't even as big as people were expecting. They're probably expecting, like, half a season to a full year or something like that. It ended up being, like, 20 games. yeah but still no i i i agree with you it is it is but still like how in the world does that card write what's the,
0: like yeah i would love to know the rationale of like all right i'm gonna spend 400 on this draw card what here's what i can, can you go get, back to that chart for me i can
1: what i could understand is you get to 350 right at the start of june and then the draft happens at like june 20th or something around there i could just see it flatlining at like 360 here it beats me why it rose another hundred and some dollars you know like this isn't necessarily a rare card like go have your pick of 1550 different uh john moran silver psa 10s so yeah interesting yeah it's not like they're
0: hard to come by right now i'm sure people are dying and give them away Now I'm a little perplexed by that
1: as well. So, let us know in the comments. You know, are are you selling John Morant with that little increase? I would be if it was me. Um, And then the next one that we're going to talk about for the loser, um, channel card ladder, channel card ladder. Some awesome charts here, and this is a three month look as well. But this is Jimmy Butler, 2012 Prism uh, PSA 10. Last day was 151 at the start of July. But you know, you saw the NBA Finals run. They got to the finals. Goes from about hundred dollars in April up to $250 200, or $300 in May, and instantly after they lose the finals. I mean, this is back down to $150, which is still increased in the last three months. So yeah, I give props to someone that believed in Jimmy Butler in the Heat back in April. But at the same point, it really does go to show, hey, if a card hits a big spike in this day and age market, and if you don't really think that they're going to you know, pull off a Jokic type of performance, which – I'm not sure how many people were hedging on Jimmy Butler to continue that against Nuggets. You know, it's better, better to sell and take the money, at least
0: in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. This is just a to me the classic chart we've seen now for four or five years of the championship run. It's over.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's repeatable, right? It's a process that you should get familiar with, and it's a process that you should get used to selling uh, prior to according to yeah. Yeah, prior to the uh the, the the run ending, so you can read about the other winners and losers in
0: uh, the Slab Sox June marker. Can I stop you for one second? Also, yeah, yeah. Bobby Witt, the Royals are kind of getting away with murder. They're horrible. They're just as bad as the A's, and no one talks about them. Dude, the Royals are terrible. Do you know They're what Bobby terrible? Witt, do you know what Bobby
1: Witt's stats are? Are they bad? They're really bad. He's got 96 OPS plus, a below average hitter. He has a 1.2 WAR.
0: Are
1: They You've just terrible, it, is that yeah, what it he's, is? I, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't pay attention enough and watch him to like understand
0: exactly what's All going the on. But, fans in the chat, can you just let us know what the deal is with uh, Bobby Bobby Jr.? Let
1: us know what the deal is. But as you can see, you know, this card right here has, has dropped uh in the month of June alone is 24 percent down to 372 is Bowman Chrome first base PSA 10. Uh, sorry, BGS 9.5 auto. Um, Louis career and will stats 100 OPS plus. That's an average hitter. Not good. Like li- like smack
0: smack average, you know, bang average. Interesting. Not- I mean, that's kind of – he's actually a good example of what people say about baseball. He's like this big, important, huge prospect, but like literally no one cares. And they're the Royals, so it's even more no one cares. Yep. So he's kind 100%. of flying under the radar. People are killing Volpe. I'm sure Volpe's stats are similar, if not a little bit better than his. I
1: think Volpe, like you said, he's been bouncing back a little bit recently, yeah. right? I feel like his stats have been getting a little bit better. He's uh, So he's at 90 OPS plus, so he's even worse than went on the full year. Uh, yeah i guess
0: like yeah. the last six the last couple weeks have been different for volpe that's kind of yeah so they
1: old. both have 12 home runs but their uh their overall you know ops pluses are are pretty bad They're both
0: terrible it's both
1: both horrendous especially yeah. with the money being spent
0: yeah
1: uh you can read about some of the other markets out there including the car ladder 50 uh in the tracking the market section as well as grading volumes which we will be covering each month going forward you got june 2023 items graded. That is- Crazy, yeah. Of course, you know, I always got PSA around million, uh, SGC around 100,000, Beckett around 74k, and then CSC CG is just tracking the the Pokemon grading. But I don't know if anyone really realizes who are sports collectors specifically, unless you look at this exact thing. There are so many TCG cards that get graded Mm -hmm. that's 362,000 from PSA, you know, 35 from Beckett, there's another four from SGC, and then there's the 60 from uh, CGC, which is doing a lot of Pokemon and such um you know sgc dominated baseball um in terms of percentages like that's 50 that's probably about 55 percent what they graded that uh last month of course with the the series two special and everything but man tcg is it's just it's graded so much which it is gets funny because to- that's not what tcg
0: is supposed to be for right but it is like that's part of the collecting I know. the whole thing that's the i feel like for the amount of baseball and football cards I see, I don't see an equal number of TCG. Like, the the percentage is not aligned. I feel like those people just grade their cards, and you never see them again.
1: Which, is, yeah, it, you know, I'm not one of those people. So, like, you know, like we're saying, if you're one of those people and you want to jump in the comments and let us know about all that, but, like...
0: It's fascinating to me. Like, 60% of CSG is... Well, technically,
1: it's just 60,000 cards. So that's a total amount. That's, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: 60,000
1: cards. All yeah, but CG, that's still maybe. a lot. And, like, that's but for lot. PSA, that's 30% of what they graded, you know, or more. And that's just TCG. So I, mean, I also
0: think it's crazy when you look at this. Like, we, I get questions all the time. I'm sure you guys do too of like, hey, what do you think about PSA versus BGS versus SGC? Dah, 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 dah. Say whatever you want. It's a million, and the next closest is 100,000, the end.
1: It's a lot of cars getting gray. That's no doubt. I mean, there's more you can talk about in terms of uh, customer service and and of course and everything. Yes, and I I don't want to jump into that here. Yeah, but but I get what you're saying. You know, just from like a
0: size perspective, it's crazy. Like the scale.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. No doubt about it. If you want to read about the top five card sales of the month, you can jump into the report and read about those. We, will, you know, If you're watching on YouTube, you can pause it and see them right here. We're not going to break them down, although I do love me a Hank Aaron rookie any time of the day. Uh, but I want to specifically scroll down to – there are sports card shows in July outside the National. Dallas Let's is happening go. the week before. You won't catch me there, but um, no. that'd, be, that'd be crazy. I'll go to Dallas the week before the National. National is July 26th to the 30th. But I want to specifically get down to end the show and the product releases. um, You've got a number of products coming out this month, you know, soccer products with Chronicle Soccer to Obsidian Basketball. It's a couple of different baseball products, um, museum soccer. But specifically, the one I want to bring up is 2023 Tops Chrome Baseball. We had some posts come out earlier this month in July about Tops Chrome Baseball. Um, and Lou... My estimation is that, you know, I I ask people on Instagram, do you think this will has the potential to be the best baseball release of the year? Of course, people, you know, you can say Dynasty Baseball, like that's the highest end cards, okay? But how many people are ripping Dynasty boxes? Like 1% of collectors, you know? Um, top scrum baseball is much more accessible. And this checklist is pretty crazy. It's nuts. Like you're talking Adley Adley Rushman rookies and rookie autos, Corbin Carroll, top two MVP candidate, autos and rookies uh jordan walker anthony volpe francisco alvarez who was the number one prospect last year at one point um and then there's just like J- gunner henderson and a slew of other players like i'm not even touching all the players like the checklist is absolutely bonkers to where you're physically going to have two mvp candidates from each league uh, between adley and corbin carroll and then a bunch of other
0: like carol's finished now why is he finished did you see what happened to him last night he got hurt last night Oh, man. Breaking news for Aaron. Yeah, he swung, and he it looked like he popped his shoulder out. Oh, that is breaking news. I didn't see that. I haven't last night. I Wait, saw, this yeah. means
1: that Christian Yelich could take a spot in the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Dude, Yelich has been on fire recently. Ah, that's uh, yeah,
0: he was removed from the game after seeming to injure his shoulder on a, on a swing, and I haven't seen anything since, but it looked like a classic. He overswung and popped his shoulder, because you know how he swings super hard, right? That happens at Tatis a couple times, I think. Yes, exactly. Well, I hope that he uh, he heals up and comes back. But those
1: his cards still will have value. They're not going down to zero. Of course, he's a beast um, too. I mean, the guy's yeah. a f- animal. Anyway, he's he's an animal. He's so good. But the point is that the release is uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be loaded with rookies. They're switching up a couple things. Jumbo and hobby boxes. The amount of autographs per box has went down. However, there's no more veteran autographs in the base set. You can't pull like the Luke Voit ninth year auto. It's just rookie autos, which is a big positive. There's game worn patches and game worn patch autographs in the product for the first time. I'm pretty sure about that. You can pull like a Mike Trout game worn patch Auto out of Topps Chrome, um, and then cool. there is um, the oh the MVP buyback program is returning, which is huge. That was memory talked about it last year in the market report. Like mm-hmm. that was massive. You know, like base cards of Acuna will be like twenty bucks in this product, which is That's crazy. Cool. Yeah, that's you good. You know, refractors are like forty, yada yada. So like, it'll be a lot more value. It'll be a really exciting release. And last year, that wasn't announced at the time of release. That was added you after know, the fact.
0: After. Yeah, I remember so that. Like
1: yeah. Now people will be able to, will be able to speculate. Like, well, maybe with Carroll being injured, it'll for sure be Acuna now. But would you buy Acuna or Carroll cards to try to get the MVP buyback? You know, for obviously mm. Otani you know, is going to win the MVP. so There's no debate there. Well, um, no, there's no debate. Don't even give me the eyebrows. Don't even give me the. Eyebrows.
0: I mean, if they finish last in the division, he still wins the MVP. They're second the to playoffs. last.
1: They'll make the playoffs. I hope. <laughs> no, they're not.
0: <laughs> I hope.
1: I won't watch him in the playoffs. But, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. But he will. there's no way he's not winning MVP. It doesn't matter. It okay, doesn't
0: fine. Matter. He's incredible, but their team is awful. Like Who else you, you is going to win the MVP? I don't know. I mean, who's second to not? And then I have a question. I have a thought for you after I look this up. jump not bend it. <laughs> uh, my question for you is uh, Women's World Cup. Oh, that is coming up indeed. And then I've been hearing about this Alyssa Thompson. Is her yeah, name?
1: her name has been yep running she's around. Apparently,
0: she is messy.
1: She's a beast. She's a beast. I someone at the show just brought up to me the other day. Uh, and yes, I,
0: that's. I've been hearing it from like people in cards of like, you, have you heard about this Alyssa Thompson person? And that's interesting because if she's going to be like this big exciting player, that'd be cool. But then I also heard that the women's team is in the middle of like they're like stuck between arrows right now, so she might not even play.
1: So she's, she's 18. There's a ton of like really young, talented players. And then you're right. There's like, you got like the Alex Morgan on the other side. And then in the middle, there's a couple
0: of players like Roosevelt and such and Mallory Pugh. or Mallory. All right, Schwartz, so it you know. definitely has to be Shohei because he's minus 750 to win the MVP. There's no Who way you, that he does Here's a good win. question. Who do you think the next closest to an M- AL MVP is? <laughs> Luis Arias, I don't know. Well, no, he's in the NL. Oh, duh. He, yeah, I was thinking about the twin. Yeah. That, that, that's uh, impossible. It's Corey Seager
1: plus 1,700 is the next Corey Seeger. Well, the yeah. Rangers are cooking this year, and he's actually staying healthy. so
0: They are cooking, yeah, for now.
1: For now, until the Astros have something to say about that.
0: For now. They just got they just lost a series to us. So. <laughs> All right. Let's Shame.
1: see. But, yeah, the, the I think the Women's World Cup, it's coming up in July. It starts in July. I'm super excited about it. Um, there's a lot of really exciting U.S. women's national team players, cards that have released actually within the last month, both through Select, um, soccer and Donora soccer, and then also the Parkside set, which Alyssa Thompson's only cards are in the Parkside set.
0: Mm. I think. Which so like, I heard it only was like SI for kids or something.
1: Uh, well, she probably has that too. But NWSL like releases an actual like pack pulled set, and I think she has autographs in that. But she doesn't have like the uh, the actual U.S. Women's National Team cards yet so it's, it's are they it's, not
0: doing like a don, don't they normally put in like don russ or something they
1: do but her cards weren't in there i don't know if she didn't that debut is. soon enough for them or what you know that's like they, they release a bunch like trinity rodman's cards are in there um and okay. everything like that but yeah, there's a lot of young talent for women's i feel team.
0: like that's something to watch i mean that's all oh, i mean that actually is my first my most recent entry back in was i was doing the women's world cup for 2019 i guess i remember that yeah. I remember that. You're doing like the Don Rosado set, I think, or something. Yep. That's exactly what I was doing. All right, Lou, well should we show
1: it down here and see everyone at the National?
0: Yeah, let's wrap it up. We'll see you. If you're at the, if you are watching this and you're at the National and you show me that you are subscribed to the Slap Sox YouTube channel and the one thirty seven PM YouTube channel, I will give you a card pack. I'm not gonna tell you what it is until it's there. Look at that. If you stuck
1: through the rest of the show, you would have known that. So hopefully it's a football people... pack. It's a football pack. All right. Look at first one to go show Lou gets a football pack. It sounds like.
0: Not first. As many people as one. That's fine by me.
1: Oh, many people. All right. All right. Lou's up in the ante. I'm just saying. I'm trying <laughs> to get people locked in. Awesome. Well, Lou, thanks again for doing the Mark Report this month. And thanks, everyone, for listening here on the Slap Socks YouTube channel for the first time. Uh, appreciate y'all, and we'll see you all at the National.